Hello and welcome to another episode of the It's a Crime O'Clock Somewhere podcast. This is episode 15. Today I will be talking about the murder of Anaya Blanchard. My sources for today's episode are the 48 Hours episode, Fighting for Anaya, Wikipedia, ABC News, CBS News, AL.com, and Inside Edition. As usual, all my sources are linked in the show notes. These are the last images of Anaya Blanchard at a gas station in Auburn near her apartment. This is the worst feeling ever. Anaya's mother, Angela Harris, and her stepfather, UFC fighter Walt Harris, were frantic. We drove my truck in backwoods. We were all in people's yards. Anaya's car, which was badly damaged, was found 55 miles away. Investigators say a blood-soaked passenger seat and a bullet hole in the door tell the story of what happened to Anaya that night. So traumatizing to think about what she went through. Authorities believe Anaya ran into Ibrahim Yazid when she stopped at the gas station. Yazid is a man with a lengthy arrest record and he had been charged earlier that year with robbing and beating two people. In spite of those serious charges, Yazid was free on bond. Anaya's cottage roommate, Sarah O'Brien. How is this person free to walk into a gas station? How is he in the same gas station as my best friend? But Yazid maintains his innocence. The Harrises were committed to facing Yazid whenever he appeared in court. You see him, Mr. Yazid, looking back at you guys. Walt, I remember shaking. Y'all wanted to climb across the barricade. It took all of Walt's training in the ring and Angela's steady hand to keep him from ripping into Yazid. She grabbed me and she said, just breathe. And I just started trying to hear her voice. Angela, how did you stay composed? I wanted him to know that I'm representing my daughter. You don't scare me and that I'm not going anywhere. We're right here and we're going to represent our daughter and we're going to fight. James Brown joins us now. JB, good morning. We're all here wondering how Yazid was even out and in that gas station at that time. Uh, What actions are the Harris family uh, taking now? Co-tailing on that very question there, Tony, right now there's broad political and legislative support for Anaya's Law, which mom, Angela, a feisty and tough woman indeed, has been fighting for. Uh, It has passed the state house. It goes down to the Senate. And if it does, then it'll go to a public vote to keep violent offenders off the streets. Anaya Haley Blanchard was born on June 22, 2000. She was a 19-year-old from the small town of Homewood, Alabama, near Birmingham. Anaya was described as being a very kind and caring person. She also put others before herself. Her mom, Angela, and stepdad UFC fighter Walt Harris said Anaya had an infectious laugh, and many described her as being one of the nicest people they'd ever met. Anaya graduated from Homewood High School, where she played softball. Her friends said that after every game, whether they won or lost, she would invite the other team to the pitcher's mound where she would recite the Lord's Prayer. Anaya was very close to her family, her biological dad, Elijah, her brother, Elijah Jr., and her brother and sister from her mom's second marriage. Angela, her mom, worked overnight shifts at a local hospital, so Anaya would take over the mom role while she was gone. Elijah Jr. said that he and Anaya grew up only 17 months apart and they they were inseparable. 
Elijah attended Auburn University in Auburn, Alabama, and Anaya was a student at Southern Union State Community College, but was planning to transfer to Auburn to stay close to her brother. On October 23, 2019, after Anaya, Elijah, and their mom attended a funeral service, Elijah and Anaya left because they both had to work early the next morning. They stopped by their parents' house first to say goodbye to their stepdad. This would be the last time Walt and Angela would see Anaya. Walt said he wished he would have told them to stay overnight, but didn't think anything like this would ever happen. Anaya and Elijah drove about two hours from Homewood to Auburn. They returned home around 11 p.m. Anaya dropped Elijah off and headed for home. She lived about 10 minutes away. Elijah said he loved to... Elijah said he loved her and to be careful and get home safe before she left. At 11.09 p.m., Anaya's roommate and friend, Sarah O'Brien, sent Anaya a Snapchat message asking her if she was home. Anaya replied that she was close to home. By 11.40 p.m., Anaya still wasn't home. Sarah asked her where she was, and Anaya responded by saying she was with a man named Eric, and she was smoking a blunt. Sarah said she immediately thought that was odd because she never heard Anaya say the word blunt before. It is unknown if Anaya was a regular smoker or not, but I'm guessing no if Sarah said that was weird for her to say. Sarah asked her where she was smoking, and Anaya never responded. Sarah and Anaya had shared their locations with each other, and Sarah said Anaya's phone was at a nearby apartment complex. Sarah thought Anaya was with friends. However, Sarah still thought it was strange because Anaya didn't like to go anywhere alone and actually had a fear of being kidnapped. The next day, October 24th, Angela reached out to her daughter. She told 48 Hours that she and Anaya had a routine FaceTime call every morning. On this day, she didn't respond. Sarah had also discovered that Anaya never came home, and Anaya never showed up to work. She had a job babysitting three kids, and their mom, Karina, said Anaya never missed work, and she said Anaya had so many amazing qualities, and the kids loved her. Sarah and Karina, the mom she babysat for, contacted Elijah. They both said Anaya was missing. Elijah contacted Karina again, and Karina said she hadn't shown up. Elijah drove over to Anaya's apartment and contacted his parents when she still wasn't there. Angela and Walt said they hopped into the car and drove two excruciating and worrisome hours to Auburn. Anaya's case had now made national news. On October 25th, two days after she disappeared, Anaya's black Honda CRV 2017 was found in the parking lot of an apartment complex in Montgomery, Alabama, 50 miles from Auburn. The car was badly damaged and there was blood in the passenger seat. The Alabama Department of Forensic Sciences said that it was Anaya's blood and it was, quote, indicative of someone suffering a life-threatening injury, end quote. A bullet hole was found, and there was a strong smell like someone had tried to clean the vehicle, but there was no sign of Anaya. By this point, everyone was looking for her. There were many police agencies in several counties looking for her, as well as her family and friends and the Homewood community. On November 6th, the police discovered that Anaya had gone to a Chevron gas station on College Street after dropping her brother off. She entered the station at 11.21 p.m., she bought chips and a drink, and her mom said she loved to snack before bed. The police also put out a still image of a man that was in the gas station at the same time Anaya was. An eyewitness said they thought they saw Anaya and the man either getting into her car or the man forcing her into her car. On November 7th, the man was identified as Ibrahim Yazid, a 29-year-old from Montgomery with a long criminal history. At the time Anaya disappeared, Yazid was out on bond after he was charged with robbery kidnapping, possession of marijuana, and attempted murder. 
In 2019, he had beaten a 77-year-old man and left him for dead. Yazid had also been charged in 2017 for aggravated battery on a police officer, charged in 2018 for the murder of another man who he shot in the face after trying to kill a woman that this man was with. Yazid had been staying at a nearby motel after he kidnapped Anaya. He went to his friend Antoine Fisher for help. Anaya's license plate was red when Yazid drove to Montgomery to Antoine's. On November 7th, a warrant was put out for Yazid's arrest. He was eventually captured hiding in the woods in Pensacola, Florida. He didn't surrender peacefully and walked into a Florida courtroom with a very swollen eye because the police had to, quote, physically remove him from his hiding spot, end quote. He, he was then extradited back to Alabama. Walt said that Yazid was smug in the courtroom and constantly would stare at him and the rest of Anaya's family. Yazid maintained his innocence. On November 22nd, the police arrested Anton Fisher. They think he participated in disposing of evidence and drove Yazid around after they left Anaya's car in the parking lot. This wasn't talked about in the 48 Hours episode, but a third suspect named David Johnson Jr. was arrested, but his charges were dropped. On November 25th, Anaya's remains were found in Macon County, Alabama, between Auburn and Montgomery. On November 27th, they were confirmed to be Anaya's remains. Her boot and clothing were also found. When Angela and Walt were given the news, Angela said she wanted to see Anaya, but they told her no. Anaya's cause of death was a gunshot wound. In December 2019, Ibrahim Yazid was being charged with capital murder and the DA was seeking the death penalty. In court, Yazid asked how he could be charged with this when there was no evidence against him. Walt said it took everything for him not to jump over the seats and hit Yazid. Antoine Fisher was brought in to testify, having all those charges dropped in exchange for his testimony. He said Yazid showed up in Anaya's car, dumped her car, then drove to dump Anaya's body in Anton's car. Anton said he saw Yazid drag Anaya's body out, and he said he saw two legs sticking out from a blanket and said, quote, tell me that's not a body, end quote. He said Yazid had said he killed her because she, quote, went for the gun, end quote. Because of the coronavirus pandemic, it slowed all of Yazid's court proceedings. But on March 23rd, Yazid was charged with second-degree assault after assaulting several correctional officers. On October 24, 2020, a year since Anaya was killed, Walt Harris returned to the ring. He started off strong but lost. He said he wasn't ready or strong enough yet. He said he almost quit fighting, but Anaya came to him in a dream and told him not to give up. Anaya's parents believed that she was kidnapped and that it was planned, but many people believe she was in the wrong place at the wrong time. It seems like it was actually set up and it was something that was planned. The parents of Anaya Blanchard tell Dr. Phil they believe her disappearance was a planned kidnapping. The 19-year-old Alabama woman went missing on October 23rd. She was last seen grabbing a snack at a gas station in Auburn. Her mother, Angela, and stepfather, Walt Harris, the UFC heavyweight fighter, appeared on Dr. Phil to discuss the latest developments in her case. I have feelings that there may be somebody that she knows that has done, that has set her up. I have things that we can't, something that we can't really discuss, but there's something that we know um, that they are helping the, a lead that they're working on to try to help figure that part out. Police have arrested this man, 29-year-old Ibrahim Yazid. He was seen on surveillance cameras inside the gas station convenience store at the same time as Anaya. He's been charged with kidnapping and is being held without bond. A judge has issued a gag order in this case. 
Investigators found Anaya's car after her disappearance and said there was a significant amount of blood inside. But her family continues to hold out hope she will be returned safely. We're looking for you. Um, we're doing everything that we can. And we're going to get you. Angela started the Anaya's Heart nonprofit organization to teach safety and to learn how to search for missing people. Anaya's family is also campaigning for the Anaya Law, which you heard at the beginning of this episode, which reformed the Alabama bail laws. Alabama's constitution guarantees the right to bail all defendants out, except for those charged with capital offenses. In February 2020, the Alabama House of Representatives voted 104 to 0 in favor of Anaya's law. In 2020, Brandon Hughes, the Lee County DA involved in this case, was indicted on charges including five counts of using his position for personal gain, two counts of conspiracy to commit theft, and one count first-degree perjury. He pleaded not guilty to all charges. I will never understand how Yazid was out on bail. All of his crimes are horrible, and he had, uh, he had proved time and time again how violent he is. It seems that every little thing makes this dude snap. Anaya was innocent and was truly in the wrong place at the wrong time. My heart breaks for her and her family. I hope Yazid never gets out of prison ever again. This time, I truly believe the death penalty is the best option for a sentence. My book recommendation for this week is A Stranger in the House by Sherry Lapina. Summary. He looks at her, concerned. How do you feel? She wants to say, terrified. Instead, she says with a faint smile, glad to be home. Karen and Tom Krupp are happy. They've got a lovely home in upstate New York. They're practically newlyweds, and they have no kids to interrupt their comfortable life together. But one day, Tom returns home to find Karen has vanished. Her car's gone, and it seems like she left in a rush. She even left her purse, complete with phone and ID, behind. There's a knock on the door. The police are there to take Tom to the hospital where his wife had been admitted. She had a car accident and lost control as she sped through the worst part of town. The accident has left Karen with a concussion and a few scrapes. Still, she's mostly okay, except that she can't remember what she was doing or where she was when she crashed. The cops think her memory loss is highly convenient, and they suspect she was up to no good. Karen returns home with Tom, determined to heal and move on with her life. Then she realizes something's been moved. Something's not quite right. Someone's been in her house, and the police won't stop asking questions. Because in this house, everyone's a stranger. Everyone has something they'd rather keep hidden, something they might even kill to keep quiet. I say this a lot, but I couldn't put this book down. It is full of twists and turns and a marriage that appears perfect from the outside, but really it's far from perfect. The author did a good job of making everyone and everything in this book perfect, almost like Desperate Housewives. I will give it a 10 out of 10. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and I'd love to know what you think about Ibrahim Yazid's possible sentencing and the fact that he was out on bond. You can follow me on Instagram at It's Crime O'Clock Somewhere blog pod. Email me at it's crime o'clock somewhere blogpod at gmail.com and subscribe to my blog. As always, I'll be back again next week. And remember, it's crime o'clock somewhere.